welcome to this week's episode of Dump Dump Die. I'm Carla. We are an all awesome, all female D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast and interactive live Twitch stream. I am just one of four. It's set in my homebrew world of Kalundos. And around the table are my players who are going to introduce themselves. I'm Wednesday. I play Aloran Skyvale, the Azamar Paladin. After almost being lasered through by a baby beholder, I am currently running up the stairs. Full plate armor, as only a paladin can do. Hey guys, I'm Nelly. I play Kira Nightingale, a half elf sorcerer. And after being flung about like a rag doll by said baby beholder, I decided I have no time to be here. And I made my moves and I made sure everyone else was collectively going up with me whether they wanted to or not. And I'm ready to escape and find my mother and seek vengeance against her. Hi everyone, I'm Lena and I play Andrew Mach, the Changeling Paladin, and I am insulted because people promised Baby Beholder a game of hide and seek and then they just abandoned everyone and they left the little Baby Beholder down there in the sewers all alone, still counting, hoping that its friends would come back. How is that not mean? I, I do an offend. It seems it offended you so much you actually <laughs> changed classes. You were just like, Wrong I'm game, so offended, <laughs> I'm now a paladin. So, picking up where we left off, only Andromach, the non-paladin druid, heard the beholder counting as the beholder is waiting for you guys to come back and play hide and seek and the guilt trip is real. The other two are just legging it up the stairs with Bob the battle butler as well. As you continue up the stairs, are you going to do anything? You've got a couple of flights of stairs and honestly, each flight resembles the previous one just with a different number on the staircase block. I'm running. Um, I'm focused on the training aspect of this running up the stairs. Pad and CrossFit. <laughs> are you being stealthy? Are you being attentive? We're just running. What? How are you running? I'm in full plate armor. There's no stealth applicable here. Wait, actually, I'll be looking to Bob and I'll be asking Bob, like, what's the best way to get to where we need to be? Bob is very fit as a monk. He hasn't been so offended that he's changed classes. He's still a monk. He's jogging next to you up the stairs. You know those annoying people like when you're on a run and then you're like huffing, puffing up the hill and then there's some asshole who like runs past you and is like, hey, good morning. And you're like, I will kill you and your family if I can find you. He's that guy. So he's jogging next to you and he says, well, normally we sort of sneak out of the stairwell one by one in, in intermittent intervals, however, and he looks anxiously back down the stairs. He's like, however, it seems we're just going to have to belt it. We will come out in the center of the palace courtyards as a lot of the, and Lauren, you would also know this, as a lot of the sort of public works are housed within the, Lauren, you vaguely know this, but it's purely because even though it's, Top City, it's not like menial labor because it actually involves quite a lot of magic and looking after. So garbage collection, waste disposal, cleaning the city, that is all highly skilled magical work. And the palace wants to look after the people who do that, but also it's grounded from there because the palace is actually where uh, like the original part of Top City and then everything was built around it. So he says, we'll come out in the palace gardens 
and then usually we go out separate ways but we are heading to speak to her highness so we shall pass through the topiary and head straight to her courtier's office Andrew Bach? Is this like a singular route up? Because I'm alone at the moment. As far as you can tell, only one route upwards. Oh, perfect. So I can't get lost. I'm just going <laughs> to jog up to see if I can catch up to everybody else. And there's no doors leading anywhere else on any of the staircases. Please, can all of you roll d20 for me and add your decks? Seven. That makes sense for you? I actually also got seven. A little less. Like, you were freaked out by the beholder, clearly. Five. <laughs> You're feeling real bad. You start bolting up the stairs. And as you get to the top of the stairs, you realize at the level before, there's a plaque that says Il Uranos Wasteworks 1. As you run up the last flight of stairs and you can see a door approaching you on the next landing, you realize that the banister has slowly become more and more ornate as you go up the flights to be quite curlicued, filigreed. It's still made out of wrought iron, so it's like quite sturdy, but it's decorative. And as you get to the top of the landing, there is a door that, although it looks plain, it's like a plain wooden door, when you look closely at it, you see the grain of the wood has actually created an image of what appears to be a beautiful maze-like garden. Cool, yeah, Bob rolled an eight, so he's gonna just open the door. As he does so, you see what was ingrained in the grain of the wood, you see in real life. You see, looking out, a beautiful maze-like structure of hedges, flowers, and different topiary. The topiary ranges from what you assume can only be people to the sky whales, to suns and this moon and stars. And if you look up, you can see in the distance another bubble, glass architecture. So there's glass architecture over every single building in Il Uranos to protect from the sun. Everyone knows that it's got a protective glazing over, but also to allow you to look up and be under the sky, as opposed to under a building when you're in commas outside. And in the distance, four kilometers away, you can see the palace. For the garden, it's not as large a structure as you would think it would be, but around it, smaller buildings, and Lauren, you would know these are the public works buildings. Kira, you could probably recognize one has a similar shape to a Shadows Guild, and there are one story structure mostly, except for at the center of what you assume is the maze if you're gonna walk out the path. There is a second story above that and it's a sprawling structure made out of what appears to be white. It's almost luminescent when the sun shines on it. It's not that bright like when the sun shines on something white and it blinds you, but it almost makes it sparkle. And from this distance, it looks like it could be quartz. That is what you see. So Bob rushes out, holds the door open, and is like, come, 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 quickly. I'm rushing. Yeah, I'll come out. I'll probably be looking around, taking it all in. Yeah. I'm going to do a good calisthenic stretch when I get to the top. In and all remember, that armor. <laughs> in all that armor. 
And there's a very strong apple smell in the air around. A lot of sweat going on. Yeah, we established that angels smell like apples and cinnamon. That's true. But not nice apples. Like just before your apples are about to go. And so they're like squishy. Sickenly sweet. So then I catch up to the rest of the party. Then you come like 18 seconds after they've arrived at the top. You can see Bob is looking very worried as he's like, Andromar, come quickly. I run a bit extra fast to that last little bit. I do a bit of a sprint. As you come through, he shuts the door and you can see that on the back side of the door, it's actually the building looks like a hedge. So it's been covered in topiary as well. So it blends into the garden and the maze. Roll perception for me. I do just want to say that after I get back to the surface, Andromach's a bit of a country pumpkin. So she's going to walk and then openly gawp at everything. Uh, 16. 19. Also 19. So you guys notice that there are some other squat, square-shaped hedges that potentially could be other public works buildings within this maze area. You can see that they're not necessarily hidden, but they are trying to blend into the garden and the maze architecture. Everyone who rolled 19, you also hear the sound of running. Um... Bob, are we expected here? I, I think there's people coming this way. He's, He's going to stand firm. I'm okay, One does I'll not see. hide in these situations. <laughs> One does not hide. <laughs> One does not simply go back. To... <laughs> the moment I saw some of the topiary of like the sky whales and whatnot, I'm super fo- like, wow. Like, really focus on that. So, Bob says, no, you shouldn't be expected unless. Who else did you tell you were coming here? Lady Zetu should explain. Lady, would know. Yeah. Yes, Lady Lady Zetu. I yes, don't but think we told anyone else. Hmm. Yes, like but we said to look back at them and say, "They're coming. Stand firm. Stand ready in our purpose." And Bob says, "Oh, Lauren, hide, hide." Bob is gonna hide. He's going to say, "It's probably the palace guards." And Bob is hiding. I'm so confused. I'm gonna dive behind a bush can i try to like tackle a lauren into a bush because i feel like he's not going to try a move roll stealth for me lena maybe roll stealth and strength for me i'm going to say you have advantage on your strength because lauren is confused and not expecting it confused as to why everybody's hiding we didn't come here you know to do anything bad why should we hide Alaren, roll insight for me while this is happening. Your mind is trying to figure this out. Seven. Cool. Why are you hiding? No one knows. Exactly. I found that 20 for stealth and Ooh. I got a 12 for strength. Alaren, what's your base strength? Plus three. Roll a contested roll at a disadvantage. Six. You push him into the bush. I was disappear- never ready. And with a natural 20, you managed to hide Alaren as well. You found oddly a paladin topiary which now that you're hiding within it and the fact that you've like maneuvered Lauren's arms like into the position of the topiary well Lauren may just be in shock from being in such close quarters <laughs> you realize that it oddly matches his body quite well except the topiary is female but he manages to fit within this topiary quite well. Lena, sorry, what was your stealth? Four. You are panicked. You are, I'm a look for. Bush. Bob has disappeared. Kira and Lauren, 
disappeared. You know, like that last kid in hide and seek that was like, yeah, we're going to play hide and seek. And then the person starts counting and they're like, shit, I actually have to hide. And then they always look in the same room. They like, don't leave the room. They're like, I'm going to hide in this room behind this couch. Since all these bushes are so beautifully manicured. It's not the rough wild so it has its own kind of beauty. I don't want to damage one of the bushes accidentally by stomping all over it like they did. So I am going to wild shape into a cat. And I'm just going to sit right there. Okay, that actually weirdly works with what chat has said. As running down, you see two, Lauren, what you know are palace guards. But the others just see two men in fine armor and it's got inlaid filigree that creates what appears to be a house emblem. But the thing is, you can see that even though it's fine, it's not ornamental armor. They know how to use this armor. It's not just for the show of it. And racing along with them is a cat. Everyone can roll a corner for me. It's a beautiful cat in that it's black in color, but it has that sheen to it that where the light hits it differently, its color changes. What did you guys get on Arcana? 14. 14. And probably just a cat. It's a beautiful cat. And any magical vibes you get off of it is probably because we know that people can adjust things looks with magic. And you like, these rich people are like adjusting their cats to look beautiful. So Lauren, you know that this is a magical cat. Like it's actually magical. But it's not because your con is any better. It's just you know the palace and like no one's going to have yeah. just a random cat. If you don't have a glamour cat... You don't have a cat at the wall. It's a special cat. Kira, you realize this is not just a cat. It is a magical being in the shape of a cat. You feel sure that you won't be spotted, but you have a weird sense that when the cat looks towards where you're hiding place, it almost sees through the topiary towards you. At which point the two cards stop and they're going to look around two that god sees nothing sees andromach sitting in the middle of the walkway just being a cat well the one who rolled two didn't even notice the cat oh jeez. the You're second not glamorous enough to be seen and yeah <gasps> yeah what what, no, what kind of cat no, are you no. like a like just a tabby yeah I'm what are you just a very cute like white and black tabby okay but it's still cute but i mean you're not like glamour cat that's rich people cats i, I i'm i'm a country country cat I'm a country sure. cat. The god that rolled very low on perception almost does trip over you. And the other one stops him and says, wait, 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 wait. And looks around. Obviously, he sees the cat. He pauses for a moment on your topiary, Kira and Alaren, but moves on. And then he pauses at what appears to be a topiary in the shape of a flower and then moves past it. And he looks at the cat that is Andromach. And then he looks at the glamour cat and he says, well, what do we have here? At which point you hear in dulcet tones, a voice coming from the glamour cat saying, it is an imposter, clearly. And it's going to swipe at you, Andromach. Please make a arcana saving throw. Yes, it's a thing now. And that 20. As the cat swipes at you, you literally feel 
and remarked that the cat doesn't swipe against your body, but it seems like it was swiping against the magical layer that changed your shape. And you could feel as the claws went past that it was trying to pull wild shape off of you. But you managed to stay in the form, at which point the cat says, oh, you're strong, and goes to pick you up by the scruff of your neck like a mommy cat. I'm going to do a very pitiful mew. Are you going to try and make people feel sorry for you? Is that is that your plan? Okay, roll performance for me. <laughs> Ooh, do the puss in boots, like, eyes. Yeah, the puss in boots eyes. 17. The two gods look at the cat and say, Lyra, don't be so rude. This is clearly just a normal cat. Lyra is putting her mouth over your neck, not to kill you or anything, but like to pick you up. And you can see almost like, you know, when you tell a cat or a dog and you're like, what are you doing? And they're like, nothing with their face. The cat is going to like open its mouth. And when they say it's Lyra, clearly it's a normal cat. It's going to close its mouth and say, it's not and I can prove it. And then Lyra looks at you and is gonna like look you in your eyes. Please make a wisdom saving throw. Mm, you're going through okay. emotions. Whoa. Okay, Andrew Mark. 18. <laughs> I've got a plus wow. five on wisdom. Nice. Wow. As, as you feel what you're sure is a charm spell coming across and Lyra says, you want to reveal your true identity. You are no cat. And I'm going to, you know, when cats get scared, they kind of shrink into themselves. Chat over or under, please. People from the country are surely wise. At which point, the god who spotted you as a cat picks you up and says, it is just a normal cat. I'm going to look after it and take it with me. My wife would love a pet. And then you can see Lyra looks at him like... Cats are not pets. Like, you can see that's her vibe. She doesn't say it. I'm telling you, that is not a cat. And then he strokes you and he's like uh, scritching behind your ears, Lena. And he says, well, you're not a cat. And yet here we are. And then he's going to keep walking. And he's like, to the other guard, he's like, what do you think that sound was? Maybe it was this cat. They look around in the bushes a bit more. Don't find anything. And head out. Lyra follows behind with her tail flicking angrily. As they start walking away back towards what you assume is their route within the topiary, you hear them discussing how the cat must have knocked something over. Maybe it was the handle of one of the public works buildings because they are interesting and probably was batting at it. You don't even try to get away. You're just like casually like, oh, well, I don't know these people, but I'll join them and just leave You can my say opinion. thanks later. You can say thank you later. <laughs> Just a question, who has the signal flare that Bob gave you guys? I think it was Andromach. Yeah, I think it's Andromach who has it. Just asking, no reason. All right, so moving on, we're going to hand it over to Wednesday, who is going to share our wonderful ad for this day. Dear Aurelia, Z-Man 
Endgame's love letter has challenged me, a Lauren Skyvale, to prove my worth by earning the princess's trust in order to become her ideal partner and confidant. To prevent my letter from being unsent, I will need to make and enlist allies amongst her servants, the court, the clergy and nobility. Alas, I will not be the only one trying to garner her attentions, as this game may accommodate two to six players. I wrote a letter to my love today. It was hard to say what I had to say. My concern lies in that if I drop it, someone would easily put it into their pocket because love letter fits neatly into any pocket encased in its beautiful bag. However, will I gain her favour? Since whilst I was away, I failed to ride home every day to send all my loving to Her Majesty. Love letter costs only $11.99 at Target or online at Z-Man Games. I know it's not much, but it's the best I can do. Without a calculator, it's under 200 Rand at your local game store. If you're age 10 and up, this game's for you. Bob is going to wait five minutes till their footsteps dissipate into the distance and he's going to sneak out from behind the flower topiary and he's going to say, what are we going to do? I'm going to say... Miss Nightingale, you're standing too close to me. I'm going to jump out of the, the, the patterned uh, shaped topiary. I'll pause and look at the, the topiary and think, that is an odd coincidence. Coincidence, coincidences never happen, do they? Roll insight for me because you've seen it, but now can you put it together? Step out and stand next to it. Okay, because he's doing that, you can roll again. I'm going to give you an advantage. You. 14. You realize that they look extremely similar in shape and size. So it could just be a generic paladin slash um, Azimar-shaped topiary. However, the shape of the jawline looks very similar to a Lauren's. But the fact that it is made out of topiary, you couldn't like pull any more distinguishing features. But it is uncanny how similar to a Lauren it looks. I'm going to say, Lauren, I feel like this topiary has been modeled off of you in some shape or form. Are you sure that you haven't been here what? recently? What are you talking about? And I'm going look. to turn and look at the topiary, and then I'm going to get a big fright, and I'm going to fall on my bottom and start backing away from the topiary. Perfect. You're thinking what I think, what I want you to see, that's what you see. I'm still doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is what Lauren is thinking. Bob is going to turn and he's going to say, oh. And then he's going to look at you, Kira, and he's going to say, that is Mrs. Skyvale. I'm leaning forward, as in. He's going to say one of the most decorated lieutenants within Il Aronoso's private guard. She is actually, as you can see, Aloran's mother, as well as uh, one of the reasons why Aloran was chosen to be Her Majesty's consort. We had high hopes that he would protect Her Majesty as well as his mother has done in the Skyvale family for centuries. Looking at Aloran right now, cowering on the ground, there is no one who could protect anything, even a cat. 
Even if it's a glamour cat or country cat. <laughs> what? This is a lot. Like, I'm, I'm going to look at the, the, the topiary and look at Alora and look back and just say, you... I didn't realize that the, the levels of how much you're able to mess up. And yet it gets deeper. Okay. Lauren's going to make a, a tiny mew sound like Andrew Moss did. I'll just try to stand in front of uh, Lauren and try to block his view of the topiary because I can see he's like getting super upset. Andrew Mach, we're going to go back to you. Because the cat is on to me, I'm going to go along for the ride until I can safely sneak away. So if the god like leaves me in the god room or somewhere alone or not alone with the, with a glamour cat, then I'll try and sneak out and rejoin the group somehow. <laughs> the cat, Lyra, is going to meow at you. In wild shape, can you speak animal? So apparently when you wild shape, uh, you're limited to speaking in the animal you transform to, which is obvious. And you can actually converse to other members of the same species. The more you know. As the cat says to you in cat, you may have the idiot humans fooled, but I know what you are and what you aren't. And when they're sleeping and you're sleeping, I will get it out of you by claw or by magic. And then she stops and licks her paw so that you can see her. And then she like shinks out her claws and they look weirdly sharp and long for a cat. And then she retracts them. And then she looks up at you, says in cat the word meow. So Andromach acts weirdly oblivious to all of what this is happening. And um, it's just going to in cat say, I, I am lost. Have you seen? Have you seen my mom? I, 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 I. It's okay. I'll, I'll find her later. And I'm gonna like squint at the glamour cat. And you know that thing that cats do where they like walk closer and they like boop the other cat with their noses. Boop the other cat, and I'm like lightly gonna pour yeah. on the side of the face and say. What? What are you? You don't look like any cat I've ever seen before. The two guards are gonna be like, "Oh, it's so cute! They're playing." And Lyra's gonna like lean back and look at you and say, "I can understand you. I'm not playing. This thing is trying to deceive you. Please roll deception for me or performance if you're gonna be like my mommy." Well, deception too. It wasn't cat, so only the cat. The cat knows you're not a cat. The cat knows you're lying. The cat matched you. So the cat knows you're not a cat. It rolled two, but then it's got like plus three. And the two are like, under their breath, they're going to be like, Lyra's mad, but it's so cute. And then the I mean, other one's going to say, Lyra will scratch you. And he's like, oh no. And then they're like, so cute. I'm going to start playing with her tail. You know, when you like flip around on your belly and you kind of bat at the tail of the other cat. No need for initiative. You're just trying to be cute and you're all like, look how cute I am. <laughs> this cat is not impressed. Like, you know what it is? It's like when you get a younger sibling or something. And then they've done something wrong. And then you call your parents and you're like, look what the, my brother did. And then they're like, but look how cute he is. And he's like, he's not cute. He's a little terror. And he's the worst thing that's ever. But look how cute he is. And you're like, you are the worst parents in the world. Please roll performance for me. 
15. Okay, so what that's going to give you is for the two guards, you're always going to have advantage because you are just the cutest thing. And they are like, just like, this cat is so cute. And the one who's going to adopt you is like, my wife's going to be so stoked. Like, this is the cutest, best cat we've ever seen. And Lyra is just looking at you with a raised cat eyebrow and even and her ears just twitching at the top like that little like angry like it's an angry stiff twitch and her tail is stiff and then you know just like the top part of the tail is also twitching like a metronome and you can see Andromach as you're rolling in the floor being like I'm so cute you can see her claws are digging into the grass and she says in cat she's like sleep with one eye open and she's gonna walk past you and bat her tail into your face she's gonna carry on walking (laughs) cats are they raising in this castle my word at which point the two start following after her but not before the guard who's adopting you picks you up and they're gonna say oh Lura don't be like that she's like don't talk to me like that I am not a child and they're gonna be like oh Lura are you upset she's like I will And then they're like obviously teasing Lyra. But you can see, um, Andromach, that it's one of those, you feel like once you saw Lyra's claws that she could actually really do some damage and probably, you know, slit someone's jugular quite easily. But you can see it's almost that joking of like comrades who have been together for a very long time. They do it for a little bit, but then when she stops and turns to them, they're like, yeah, we should carry on our patrol. (laughs) And then you can see they're like, Okay, she's had enough and we're not going to push it one step forward. So coming back to the three of you, Aloran, Kira and Bob. Bob is at the mewling of Aloran going to say, Your friend, we need to get your friend. No time for this. We need to get your friend and we need to get to Her Majesty and warn her of the dangers. Uh, The danger. I'm going to stand off. Were those people guards? Do they work here? Yes, yes, those are part of the palace guards. They are meant to check and look after, ensure no intruders come about. That's why I usually leave the waste works one at a time. But then again, I've never seen a beholder down there. So these are unprecedented circumstances. And he's going to take his cloth and just ever so slightly dab a single droplet of sweat from his forehead. (laughs) Perhaps we can try to find out where they, they might go, but I also have a feeling that Andromach might get into more trouble. I think we should try to rescue her as soon as possible. Do you see which way they went? Can everyone roll survival or perception? Whichever's better for you. Eight. Cool, cool, cool. Luckily, Bob rolled better <laughs> with you, 17. <laughs> you know, Bob is obviously a fair with the space. He's going to say, I imagine they would take her to the guard house in the interim and then the guard will want to take her home. But we could surprise them within the maze and get your friend before they reach the guard house. Because, well, as you would know, Lauren, and you would know this vaguely, but like, it's one of those things like, it's not that you didn't care about the smaller people, but it's just like your mom was like, don't worry about the palace guards. They're actually not really that useful. They're the alarm system and they're for show. They're to deal with like, you know, stragglers who want to come and see the princess, right? They're like, they're full like bad boys and bad girls that come into the palace grounds. They're not for like actual threats. Your mom is a huge snob. You would know that there are multiple 
palace guards. Those two are the ones doing the rounds within the gardens. They are ones doing the rounds and he starts rattling off a couple of names. So you realize that this guardhouse is going to be pumping with people. Like, I feel like we're going to be, it's us playing Pac-Man, trying to avoid the guards and also try to like find Andermach. And I'm starting to get a little dizzy thinking about it. So is there not a chance that we, we can just go straight to Her Highness and Andermach will find us? He says, well, does your friend know that's where you're going? Because it did seem, and he's going to turn to you, Kira, very specifically. And as he says, it did seem down in the sewers that you had other plans involved. So would she be going towards your mother? And he raises a huge eyebrow. And he says, dripping with, it's not sarcasm, but it's that icy edge of like if this is not your answer i will smite you where you stand as he says or as is the right thing to do would oh disdain thank you gamer teddy or would she be heading towards her highness to protect the whole of il uranos and the future of kalandos i wonder which would she be doing miss kira Miss Nightingale, but thank you. Ah. For a moment he breaks and he's like, oh, I did a faux pas. And he's like, apologies, Miss Nightingale. And but then he comes back with the disdain look. He's not uh, rude. Lauren is also looking very piercingly at Kira, waiting for her answer. Yeah, uh, like peeping over the shoulder of Bob. They're both yeah. looking at you. This and is, the topiary. big deal. You best answer this correctly. And this the topiary is, is towering over you with judgment. This is a lot to take in, guys. I need a moment. I will obviously do what is right okay you decide is it deception persuasion no because like i'm of two minds because i honestly per personally i want to go find isaiah as soon as possible but i also acknowledge that we're in el ornos i can't just do as i please i'm conflicted chat let me know over or under okay chat over or under and chat has said under kira i rolled 25 so that works out all right i'm going to break down and say that I don't know what I want anymore. All I know is that I've wanted this all my life and now you guys are making me feel guilty for something I've wanted all my life and I need to see my mother. There's so much I, I need to tell her about and what she did to me and my sister and now you're just making me feel guilty for something I crave and I deserve and you shouldn't hold me back from what I deserve. Oh snap! Lauren, because he does not like seeing women cry, is going to awkwardly put his hand on Kira's shoulder, lay on hands, the, the, the. Let me physically heal your emotional turmoil. It's also like now become almost like a reflex response to like anything that gets upset because he's just confused. Bob is going to hand you a handkerchief. It's very clearly this is actually a handkerchief, not a cloth. And he's going to say, I'm so sorry, Miss Nightingale. However, I do believe the best course of action would be to get Her Majesty on board, in which case we could contain your mother and allow you longer time for questions and more insight, as opposed to what I fear might be a dangerous battle if she is as strong as you have mentioned. I have heard tales of Isaiah within the streets, always as a merchant, but if you are to be believed, she's much more than that. So I can't get this out of my head now. I'm not thinking Isaiah Merchant in the streets, but killer in the sheets. She does sell so silk. And she, so thought, she, she did uh, kill one of your dads. I can't remember whose dad it was. She killed, yeah, yeah. she did. The, the crab dad. I'm going to turn to Bob and say, 
Miss Nightingale seems rather distressed. What say we write Her Majesty a note to warn her of the danger, go and find Andromar, and then head to see Isaiah? I'm still doing the awkward pat, pat. Bob turns and he's about to say, like, Lauren, that is the dumbest thing. And then he's like, Lauren, that is not actually a bad idea. I believe first let's get your companion, however, because it appears they might be confused as to where you're going. And once again, if we allow your companion to reach the guardhouse, it will be a lot more difficult. Also, and I apologize for saying this, I am unsure how fit your companion would be for escaping. They didn't (laughs) appear to be able to hide very well. Because also, all Bob's seen is her falling into a gelatinous cube and then her flying away as an eagle. So he's going to say, we should go also before we lose their trail. And then he's going to hold out a hand to you, Kira, and say, do you feel prepared to continue? Miss Nightingale. I'm going to like let us like a long uh, breath and I'm going to just like look up at, at Bob and say, I have no choice. Yes, I can go on. All right. At which point he's going to say, I think our best option is to cut through the side topiary and circumnavigate them at the front of the garden entrance. Stick with me and try keep as quiet as you can. They do seem to have a magical companion. And Lauren, as you know, the magical companion animals here are meant for protection and surveillance. So she might spot us before. So as quietly as you can. And he's going to slip into a side of the topiary. He almost disappears into it. And then he's going to like open the bushes and wave his hand like this way. I'm going to quick march. I'm following. I'm going to pause. Oh, he's going back to your roots. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is your, this is your preferred. This is my thing. I'll pause and I'll like have look around the garden and think about like Isaiah's out there somewhere and then I'll follow them as well. Please roll for me survival and stealth and then I will also roll for Bob. Four for survival. Four for survival. survival. Okay. And twelve for stealth. Look at you stealth. (laughs) Oh my word. Okay. Survival low. Stealth Zero for Nanny. <laughs> and then Bob got seven for survival and 11 for stealth. Andromach, please roll perception for me. 16. Yo, guys, these gods. Lyra, of course, got 22. Andromach, you and Lyra, you can see Lyra hears it. You hear noises in the bushes that you think are about 150 feet away. Lyra turns and starts hissing. At which point, when we start the episode again next week, we will roll initiative. So a huge thank you to my players who make everything an adventure, as well as to you, the chat, for being here on a Sunday and keeping us fascinated (laughs) in in there and adding Lyra the cat. Lyra is the business. My players are now going to tell you where you can find them when they are not here being amazing. I don't have an Instagram or Facebook or whatever presence of my own. I am not really an online person. But you can catch me over at my friend's YouTube channel, uh, Wood Elfman Gaming, which 
is sadly lacking a little in content now because of lockdown, but uh, we are definitely going to try and work on it as soon as lockdown restrictions get a little lifted. Guys, you can find me on Instagram. That's probably the best and most PG place to find me. You can find me at uh, Miss Mvubu, so that's M-I-S-S-M-V-U-B-U. And I've freshened up my, my Instagram, so that means I might actually start posting stuff again. Stories, stories is where I live. I live in stories. I hoard Your my stories photos. are told with when uh, Your stories, stories are, are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and in case you didn't know, Nelly is also the mastermind behind our Instagram. That's why our stories have been so on point and our posts. Yeah. Honestly, Nelly's stories are the best. And you can also find me on Instagram, Wednesday underscore Lefay, that's L-E-F-E-Y, so of the fairies. And today I am pushing a friend of mine, Christo Smith, or Magic Smith on Instagram, magic underscore Smith. He takes photos of the sky, the sea, the moon, the stars, and storms. They're really so, amazing. Yes. Yeah. So guys, if you can, I know times are hard, lockdown again, but if you can and if you do like things of the nature, like I do, please support him, you know, and even if you can't buy one of his works, you can always get him a coffee. Don't forgetting that sharing and giving extra exposure and sharing with your other friends also helps not only those artists and the friends we support, but also us as well. So if you did enjoy this, please don't forget to like and share and do all the things and rate and review our podcast and share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. Thank you so, so much, Chad. You as always are super fun and create totally new spaces for us, as well as my players. You make everything an adventure. You can follow us on all the socials at dumdumdice, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. Our Instagram is probably the best because Nelly runs it as well as our discord is pretty cool too we will see you potentially next week tuesday but we will keep you informed so also stay on our socials for that a huge thank you to z-man games for the ad of love letter as well as to all our friends who support and subscribe to us and with that we hope you have an amazing week that is safe and filled with adventure 